Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 341, recorded on September 2nd, 2021. On tonight's episode with special guest, Estan, Easton. Getting there. Estan. There you go. Now you're headed there. Solo something. Uh, we talk yeah, about upcoming game releases, Game Boy and Game Boy Color rumors, and a slew of Pokemon Go events news that Justin is totally going to miss out on. Jesse, you know what to do. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Marty, and you are listening to Nintendo Dads. It's episode 341. It is September the 2nd, 2021. We are less than 35 days away from Nintendo Switch OLED and Metroid Dread. I cannot wait. Uh, Joining me on the show tonight is a wonderful slew of super... I was trying to alliterate and just ran out of words. Uh, But yeah, we've got uh, some of our normal cast and one of our Patreon producers on the show tonight. So let's go around the horn here. Tim Off, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. I'm super excited because I have a new phone that I've been dealing with. You know know how that goes. If you get a new phone, you got to re-sign in everything. But I'm excited because it's a cool phone. Okay. And yes... The Game Pass Cloud works on it, so uh, that's good. <laughs> nice. I'm also excited because I got a new case that I talked about on in, on our YouTube channel about uh, for my Switch, um, the Skull and Company case, which I'm loving it because it the grips colors matches my Skyward Sword Joy-Con. So oh, that's cool. I'm spoiled this week, so I, I'm I'm extremely happy. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> uh, Speaking of awesome, Jesse Waldack, how you doing? Uh, pretty good, though my wallet isn't doing very good. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so bef- you know, bef- so my van had problems. We've talked, you know, people, people on Patreon already know about this. But before that, my our youngest daughter's car broke down, and you know, we had we paid to get it towed from where it got stranded to a shop. They said this is need a, this literally will need a whole new engine. So we said screw that. And we had to pay for another tow to get back to the house, so then we can arrange for someone to either haul it away or tr- do it, take it away for a trade-in later. So that's two p- things we already had to pay for. And then my van decided, you know, yeah, this alternator isn't good anymore. You need a new one. So that cost me almost a thousand dollars. I remember when alternators used to cost uh, twenty-two dollars. Well, Transformers ones. Remember those? <laughs> yeah, they were like 20, 25 bucks. Yeah, not the really same good. Thing. Yeah, well. I have the Grimlock one. I love that one. Definitely not as much fun. I was a sound wave guy through and through to the end. Uh, awesome. Uh, that voice you're hearing, guys, is our Patreon producer, Esten Huff, uh, joining us. Uh, if you're in the uh, Discord, you may know him a little bit better as Solo something. Uh, Esten, how you doing this evening? I'm doing well. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and we, huh? yeah, look, we are so excited to have you on the show. Yeah. Uh, and we, man, we try to have all our Patreon producers on the show. Uh, and you're going to get to hear from him a, a little bit uh, throughout the show. Uh, and we're just excited you get to hang out. I see there in the background, I'm excited because you're rocking my favorite 
Uh, I, like I love the Skyward Sword Joy Cons, but I am so partial to the purple and orange Joy Cons. Uh, oh, you can see, see them there. Right the camera. Oh, wow. Okay. Very good. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Got your, um, you got your yeah, PS5 you there laying sideways. Jesse's, Je- Jesse's got the, the purple and orange. Tim, do you oh, have purple man. and orange? My daughter has those. Okay, well, that's in your house. Yes. So Purple and Orange Gang for life. That's right. That's that's it. Purple and Orange Gang. Uh, Anyway. uh, Until next month, then it'll be the white gang. SAZ in the chat says. Is that Plorange? 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 Plorange. SAZ in the chat, guys, is saying uh, for a half second, he (laughs) thought we had Mike D of the Beastie Boys on tonight. Uh, Checking out Solo Something over there. Do no, you, uh, I won't be singing intergalactic planetary, and I won't be singing yet anything of that nature. Well, as, Although, as I, my, love those, I love the music. That's no. my favorite BC Boys song. I have a yes. song place in my heart for intergalactic. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, guys, love, so. here's what we're going to do. We're going to move on and talk about the, the very brief news that we have. Uh, and uh, so let's dive right into our news, shall we? And that's it. The news is done. (laughs) Look, look, Tim, uh, like you're you're scarily accurate uh, this week. Uh, It's almost like Nintendo's holding on to uh, a lot of news for some big event in September. Like, Mm. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Uh, So anyway. Our news is brought to us each and every week by you fine folks over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, where you can subscribe and uh, just for a dollar a month, get in access to our Discord. You can be part of uh, the community over there. You can talk to us. You can talk to other folks, fans of the show, and uh, you can um, just hang out for $5 a month. You get access to the whole slew of sub channels there. Um, and yeah, there's a AM. whole... There's a whole dad's topic section that oh, yeah. a lot of people are yeah. like, when we bring it up, they're like, what, what channel are you talking about? And unfortunately we have to say to the people who are paying gotta a dollar. Got to be in the $5 for $10. You get pre and post show audio discussions and all kinds of things like that. And for 30 bucks, you can be like Aston here and you can get to be on the show. We are contractually obligated to yeah. let you on the show. Uh, when you back us at thirty dollars, now we want you to be on the show uh, because you're. I didn't DM you about that contract, by the way. No, yeah, I well, I mean, you just signed it in your blood. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's right there next to you that you'll always be a Patreon producer. You can never escape. Well, uh, we probably can get our hands slapped by Patreon if we don't do something that we say we will do. That is true. <laughs> so it is kind of oh, contractually nice obligated. Uh, thank you for thank you for uh, really getting technical there, Jesse. We appreciate it. that's why we keep you around. I try. Uh, so, I like what Chris said that for fifty dollars, Marty comes to your house. Yeah, I mean, if you want to pay fifty <laughs> bucks a month, I'll come to your house and eat all your snacks and then leave. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I could do I, that. I'm, I'm in. Sold. I'll show up. Uh, so I could do that. You know, logistically, you could actually feasibly do it in uh, less than a day at my place. So yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, uh, I we that. just went grocery shopping tonight. Yeah, so uh, I'll take $50 for uh, breakfast. Listen, listen, take a uh, memo. We're making a $50 tier. It's going up there tomorrow. Okay. $50, Marty shows up at your house. Um, yes. I'll have you over for dinner. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, so I wanted to mention this while we're here in this pocket. Uh, we're running a, we're, we're going to run a contest for the month of September. We're going to call it September 
All right. And so what we're doing is this. If you subscribe a brand new subscription to our Twitch or to our uh, Patreon at any level, you will be entered to win a Nintendo Dad's prize pack uh, that will be uh, sent out to you in October. What will it have in it? We don't know. We haven't thought that's a surprise. It's a surprise. Several Nintendo Dad's merch items. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it'll be, there'll be, here's, Here's the thing. There may be a sticker in there. There may be a hat in there. There may be um, various so, so, objects from my So this has nothing to do with $5 footlongs then. Or here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. If you subscribe to us, there is a chance that in that Nintendo Dad's prize pack, there will be a gift card to a sandwich shop. So you can pretend that Jesse <laughs> is making you an artisanal sandwich. Don't you have a prize closet that maybe there's some prizes left over in? You know what? Can I be honest with you? There's an entire box sitting here in my office of stuff that people have donated to us. You never know. Like, there's controllers over there, guys. There's um, switch cases. There's all kinds of accessories. You never know. Just go over and sub. It's twitch.tv backslash Nintendo Dads or go to patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. Brand new subscriptions will be entered all month long. Uh, will I give a foot rub? Someone asked in the chat. No. Because <laughs> feet are gross. You get a nasty. <laughs> they should be covered at all times. Oh, anyway. Let's move on. Let's talk about some news, guys. Uh, really, the biggest news this week is uh, game release updates. Uh, and so uh, let's run down some of these. Cruising Blast now has a release date. Uh, September 14th, that's coming out. I'm going to be honest with you. Between this and WarioWare and some other titles that we're going to talk about, September is becoming an expensive month for me. I remember 2019 September was pretty beefy, too. Yeah, it's like they... they yes. put we made many jokes it. about that. Yeah. I, I cannot wait for Cruising Blast. Man. It's, it's mean, a racing like, Tim, game, of course. This is that, you. This, that's like, a Tim this game. game. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, I've always loved the cruising games too. Like just like to pick up and play in the arcade. But I remember playing. Uh, which one was it that came out on sixty four back in the day? Was it just Cruising USA? Cruising USA, I think. Right. So I, think I didn't have a sixty four though. So didn't San Francisco also come out? Pass. Are you? T- it, it, I think you're thinking of San Francisco Rush. Cruising USA. Maybe. That was a totally Cruising World. Cruising World. Cruising World. That's it. Yeah, it's different tracks from all around the world. Um, Toa. Cruising Exotica. Which is one of my games that I loved from the last Indie Direct. It's basically like Pokemon Snap, black and white, (laughs) with some weird birds. Uh, That's coming out September 17th, way sooner than I thought it would. Uh, I can't wait for that one. Uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl uh, has finally gotten a release date of October 5th on Switch. Did you know that was coming to Switch? We I, did, yes. Okay, I, I didn't, apparently. Um, <laughs> honestly, y'all, I'm going to get Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Uh, you know, I, I didn't... I wouldn't I mean, blame like, you. It looks like it'd be fun. What's it, It's got the guy from... Oh, gosh. It's got uh, Nigel Thornberry as one of the... <laughs> characters as soon as my son saw that he was like oh yeah, yeah we're we're gonna we're gonna get this you know what i thought would be cool is zim. If they, it's got zim 
Yes, and that that's awesome too. But I also thought it would be cool if eventually they did a versus. You know how Capcom does a versus. You know, fight game. They would do Nickelodeon versus Cartoon Network. Oh, that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. Well, we said Nintendo and Sega would never happen. You know, being friends, but (laughs) that's true. I mean, (laughs) we're starting. We're starting our campaign. uh, Put Mario in the ball. That's a hashtag. Yes. Mario in the ball. Uh, I, it's, so it we're needs going to happen. from get in the robot, Sinji, to get in Mario, get in the ball? Yeah, that's it. That's it. So <laughs> October 5th, I'm picking this game up. That's going to be, uh, by the way, three days before Metroid Dread. Uh, so it's probably going to sit on my Switch and get played twice and then never played again because of Metroid Dread. Um, what was that? I said that you'll have it. They're waiting for you, though. That's you right. That's right. It'll be there. Mecca says Dexter versus Jimmy Neutron. Ooh. See, there's, I'm giving there's the edge so to Dexter. Much. So much that could be done between those two. Viacom Everything. owns Nickelodeon. Doesn't Viacom also own Cartoon Network? I don't, don't believe know. the same companies own it. Uh, Tim, Paramount. Tim, here he goes. I, saw the, I saw the light on Tim's face change, which means yeah. he has now switched to Google. <laughs> Turner. <laughs> Turner owns Cartoon Network. Oh well, then yeah. I mean, we have a we have a better uh, chance of seeing WCW wrestling versus Cartoon Network than we do anything. Okay, right? The Atlanta Braves versus Cartoon Network. Uh, anyway, yeah, it would it would never. I would like to say happen. I would like to see Hanna Barbera characters come over because they have the Kung Fu Louis yes. and Great like and stuff like that come over because those when they said Nickelodeon, I had to like research who did not know from Nickelodeon back in the day. But then when I was like, you named him Barbera, I can all of a sudden start thinking. Oh, yeah. I'm but the thing is, this isn't Nickelodeon from back in the day. This is Nickelodeon from like 2000s when we were probably college or older. Uh, no, I mean, it's not I mean, a lot of re- old Red characters. Or Stimpy in there. Yeah, it's got some older guys. That might be a, one, one of the Ah Real Monsters is in there. I guess um, those Arnold. Those, uh, I guess so. Yeah, but both, yeah. That's nineties. That's Johnny 90s says stuff. a little nineties stuff. Yeah, I guarantee you. Can I can I make a prediction here? One of the secret characters, like you're going to unlock, is Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life, and that's okay. going to be awesome. I can't wait. If but but really, if all of a sudden like you're fighting and then there's like a siren and all of a sudden they start playing the Doug music, it's over. It's Doug. <laughs> Boom. That's the mic drop. Wow. I love Doug. I love Doug. It's, it's Patty Mayonnaise comes in and clears everybody out. It's over. Uh, Quail, Quail Man, Hambo Johnny, there he's got it. Quail Man would be perfect for this. And the background is like the stage you find on is a Beats concert. Let's go. Done. Game of the year. Every two minutes, a new character uh, comes out. Invader Zim is going to be my main. That's all I. I'm yeah, say. Zim is going to be awesome. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Uh, speaking of game of the year, let's talk about Nintendo's game of the year that they revealed today. Drop it December third. Big Brain Academy. Brain versus Brain. Uh, just out of the blue today, you know, in true Nintendo fashion, they drop a trailer. That's probably uh, going to miss the cutoff for game of the year this year. It's going to have to be next year. year. (laughs) Uh, I'll be honest with you. Like, I think this game looks good. Did you you guys watch the trailer? 
It looks like it's gonna be fun. Another, uh, you know, co-op or a lot of party games. So the type whole thing, family. So thing. the whole thing, Estin, for you and maybe anybody else who didn't see it, the whole thing is the the like brain games played against other people. So either couch co-op, you're all playing like games, and you can set your level. So like if your son or daughter is or anyone is like not as how do I say this? I almost said not as smart as you are, but maybe isn't on the same on the same like grade level. Grade level. That thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, if they're not in the same grade level, you know, you could set your own difficulty so that you can compete against other each other in real time. Uh, but it's also going to have an online component where you can compete in these games with people online, and of course you're going to have Nintendo Switch online to do it. But I just can I ask this? Why is this getting a pass and Brain Age is not? That's a great question. I still don't know why that never came over here. Yeah, same here. I had to import that. Yeah, I mean, I, I downloaded it from the European eShop. And I'll be honest with you, I've never, I'm like, I've not played it very much. But yeah, I think I, I played it for like three weeks, maybe maybe a yeah, month. And I fell that's, off. As far as, that's as far as I got. I, I do think that the the touchscreen like controls and stuff are not as precise as the DS and the 3DS versions. I agree because the, the DS with needing the stylus made did make it more uh, more accurate. And Mecca brings up a great point in the chat that um, the uh, the theory that some that that Brain Age got into trouble for false advertising, like that, that it was like got in trouble with the FDA or something like that because it. They said it could possible. Make... I don't know. I haven't. I've heard that. I I don't know how truthful it is. So what I'm, what I'm saying is, is like, how does Big Brain Academy get around that? <laughs> like, you know, if it's if it's advertised as a learning game, I guess it just doesn't but say, it, hey, it, it can it really make you smarter. It mm. doesn't necessarily claim it'll give you a big brain. <laughs> just okay, whatever. Uh, I mean, though, it's so it, weird. It, in that Brain Age game, I did like the uh, the AR thing where you had where you answered numbers yes, with your hands. Like, One, four, three, five, two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I got real frustrated with it because I was like, no, yeah, I, I don't do math good. So see, so yeah, I do and, math good. See, then you're. Probably I don't way English better. good. Or <laughs> I, I English good. I mean, yeah. So um, those games are coming out. Esther, I just want to throw this back here to you. Uh, Cruise and Blast, Toem, All-Star Brawl, any of those, something you're going to pick up for you and your family? Oh, yeah, Cruise and Blast, definitely. I've already, like, pre-ordered it. And it's funny that, like, because I've actually been going, like, to all these, like, birthday parties and stuff like that, and I've actually seen the arcade game on, like, in Stars and Strikes, and I've seen it in, like, Dave and Buster's. And I've actually mentioned to, like, other dads with me and mentioned it uh, to other people. And I'm like, you know, this has actually got literally, like, Nintendo written on the arcade game. I'm like, I don't see why they don't bring this over. This is like one of the favorite ones I love to hit whenever I come into these arcades. It's so much fun. And um, and whenever I saw that they were finally bringing it, bringing it on to the Switch, I was like, oh, finally. And so definitely I was like all on that, pre-ordering it. And um, now some of the other ones you mentioned, I haven't really looked in too much. When I saw the Brain Games one, um, that just, for me, brings back, I had to look into it more, but that brings back memories of like, I don't remember that this the show back in the day, Brain Games, 
And uh, there used to be a little show that you do it, and it would like watch TV, and it would give you brain games. You try to figure it out before it gave you the answer. So I haven't looked at the video, but it sounds like a little bit like maybe that might be kind of leaning into what that is, kind of a, a video game adaptation of that show. Yeah. I don't know, did you ever see that show, Brain Games? I haven't seen that, but there have it been was, previous it was way back in the day. There's been previous Big Brain Academy games, mostly on. The DS, I think one of them came out on the Wii. I, I think uh, I played the Wii game a little bit, but I don't remember liking it. Yeah, it's it was called Wii Degree. Uh, yeah. And and Super Nintendo said it's Wii Degree, and, he, and he's right. He says, it's all right. It, it it was not like, it almost felt like Big Brain Academy was like knockoff Brain Age. Definitely. Uh, it was like, it's like, you know, the meme, I want Brain Age. We've got Brain Age at home. <laughs> brain Age at home is Big Brain Academy. Uh I, I don't know. Like it just, it never felt. But this felt like I don't know. Today, just watching this, it felt like this has a lot in it. Like it felt like that. There's there's a pretty substantial amount of of content in there. I mean, oh, I didn't could realize be wrong. this was first. This was Nintendo developed. Again, so if it's Nintendo developed, why is Brain Age not out over here? <laughs> All great questions, but uh, it's yeah, and this is. This was, I knew this was a Nintendo game before, from it being on the other devices. It was just uh, different from the Brain Age stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's it's only $30. So it's it's not going to break your bank. Uh, it's kind of, I mean, it's fitting in that same niche as Game Builder Garage and uh, some other games like that. Uh, also wanted to remind you guys, for those of you who are interested in Sonic Colors, uh, that's coming out next week. Uh, you can download the deluxe uh, edition now, and and you get like four day exclusivity and some DLC. And speaking of DLC, uh, our content train on Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania keeps rolling this week with new announcements. Uh, paid DLC coming to Super Monkey Ball Mania. Uh, Hello Kitty in the ball. Uh, you can you can download that and and be. Hello Kitty. I mean, why would you not want to be? I, I, I still say Agresco is better than Hello Kitty. Right. Great. <laughs> you collect guitars or coffees. I mean, that would be, I would be down for that. Um, also, coming to the ball, uh, I don't know if this is, I'm pronouncing this right, but I'm. <laughs> Jesse, I'll let you call him what you did earlier. But oh, uh, Swayzo yes. from Monster Rancher is also coming to Super Monkey Ball, Banana Mania. And what did you call him? I called him the giant orange booger with one eye. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, hey, that's so appealing in today's vast video gaming market. Uh, this game, Box this quote. game also Boom. launches... Pretty soon, I think at the beginning of October, right? I can verify that. I think, or not? It's not on the yeah. October fifth. October fifth is when this uh, is coming out, and so that means they have an entire month to continue to put characters in this game that make absolutely no sense. I'm still saying they need like we've got an Olympic collaboration. Come on. Right? Um, so, yeah. Um, so here's what we're going to do, guys. Literally, that's the news. And so uh, we're going to pause right now. 
not only for a word from our sponsor, but let Tim work on a fix for his audio. So uh, let's go over to that sponsored clip. Okay. Hey, gents, what is going on? Today's episode of Nintendo Dads is sponsored by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Now, of course, you know it is back-to-school time, and we want you to pack the essentials to have the best year yet. And, of course, Manscaped has provided the fourth-generation performance package, and it does just that exactly. Now, gentlemen, things are opening up, so you got to be ready for whatever is in your daily schedule for you. It's the perfect performance package for your package, and includes a brand new lawnmower 4.0. Gents, folks, we have been talking about the lawnmower 4.0 for a while. It is a fantastic, fantastic trimmer. Body trimmer all over. Of course, it does below the belt trimming fantastically to avoid any kind of nicks or snags for areas you don't want nicks or snags for. Now, gentlemen, folks, go for the valedictorian of ball trimming and join the two million men worldwide who trust manscaped by going over to manscaped.com and insert the code nindads that's n-i-n-d-a-d-s for 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping folks i mean it's fantastic stuff fan fantastic stuff of course again check out the lawnmower 4.0 and if you're interested you're over there you're over on manscaped website Head over and just click on the performance package. There is so much amazing content in there, amazing uh, devices, lotions that can start you off on this amazing journey of Manscaped. I started it like a year and a half ago when the pandemic started. I joined Manscaped and I have never looked back. It is absolutely fantastic product and I highly recommend it. And I know the gents on the show have been using it as well. And I know they absolutely love the product as well. So again, get 20% off in free shipping with the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free worldwide shipping with the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, at manscaped.com. This year, graduate with a degree in clean balls from Manscaped. Gents, back to you. Oh, every time. There's there's just something that, like, the line is is towed until the very end. And then the, he, chat, the chat was having fun throughout the entire read. Yeah. Uh, so the, the, the recommendation here is that Manscaped needs to be the next DLC for Monkey Ball. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to head into uh, talk about some rumors, shall we? All right. So really just one big rumor tonight, and it is a big rumor. Uh, the rumor is that Game Boy and Game Boy Color games will be coming to Nintendo Switch Online, quote, very soon, uh, in air quotes. Uh, this n- story has not only been uh, published by people on Twitter, uh, but it's been picked up by several major news organizations as well, uh, which kind of leads it, leads me to believe it's got a little bit of credence. Uh, some other things to kind of lend smoke or fire to where there seems to be smoke uh, is that uh, when data miners have gone through the Nintendo Switch Online apps, they found four different emulators, uh, one of which was for NES, obviously, one of which was for SNES, 
two of which have not been used yet. Uh, so th- very well possibly could become this. Um, Jesse, uh, you and I have been around the block for a while. We remember when the Game Boy launched. Uh, yes. In fact, uh, I remember going to my local Toys R Us and getting my Game Boy. Uh, sadly, both of those things are no longer in existence uh, <laughs> now. But um, how? Like, talk to me here. Like, what do you think uh, about the Game Boy rumors? Do you think we're finally going to be seeing this? I, I'm not saying that this is not possible, but this is the first thing I thought of was. I will believe it when I see it. Mm. Yep. Yeah, Aston, what about you, man? Uh, you, number one, uh, I think, I mean, you are a dad, so you kind of fit the, the time frame. You Did you play some Game Boy? Did you have a Game Boy back in the yeah. day? I had a Game Boy. Um, interesting story. I actually got the first OG Game Boy um, that came with Tetris and played Tetris, so it was like mind-numbing. And then what was another game I had? Like, um, God, way back in the Rolodex now. Um, was it like Gradius where you actually, if you flew the ship and you had to take out things before they hit you and stuff like that? Um, I think I've, I played that one. Basically, and, think, I think of anything. Term, I think the term Rolodex dates you as well. <laughs> That's yeah. true. I was thinking that. Like, no uh, one knew my age. <laughs> guys, no. I, had, I had such a huge library of Game Boy games. Um, I had games oh. like people have probably never even heard of because like it was just like it's a Game Boy game. I mean, I buy like I remember playing. There's this one game that I was obsessed with for a while. It was called Bubble Ghost. Has anybody yeah. ever heard of Bubble Ghost? Never heard of that one. Okay, so mm-hmm. in Bubble Ghost, you uh, mm-hmm. are a ghost that blows a bubble through uh, like these rooms, like through a castle, to make it to the end, so that like the you'll get to be alive again. I don't know why it's a bubble, but yeah, um, it's, it's weird. And yeah. I'm good. I got in chat. Yeah. I had TMNT on the game boy too, but, uh, but yeah, sadly mine actually got stolen out of my uh, gym locker at school. And my parents said, well, you didn't keep up with your stuff. So, uh, your lesson would be like, you have to suffer without a game boy. For oh, a while. Dude. And I never got a game boy ever again. And so, the, I uh, want to mention here that Chris in the chat mentioned a game that I have not like completely got wiped from my memory for a while, but now it is back and I now have an obsessive need to play this as soon as he said it, because it used to be one of my absolute favorite Game Boy games. And that is Solar Striker came out on uh, the Game Boy. Guys, this is actually a Nintendo published title. Uh, that is a top-down shoot 'em up like 19, in the vein of 1942, 1943, except it's futuristic. Um, I remember this game like on many, many a car trip to uh, my my grandparents who live four hours away. I now I need to like this game needs to be in the package if it comes like. Why have we not gotten an updated of this? I've like, never heard of this one. So, Solar there's a lot Striker. Of great Game Boy games that could come over that would be really like uh, sweet to have on the Switch. I mean, there's, there's like gems of yeah. libraries in there. Well, let's just transition this. Are Tim? Are, are you? Are you good? Are you back with us? 
He gave us a thumbs no, down. No, he gave us a yeah. thumbs down. Okay. Uh, well, he can hear us at least. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, we just, something's going on with him. Um, I asked a question with, with Game Boy Color and, and, and Game Boy games possibly coming to Nintendo Switch. What are your top five must have games? Uh, and so I want to know the list. Like, for, for all of us, we'll go around the horn here. Hopefully, Tim can be back with us. What are your top five must-have games, either Game Boy or Game Boy Color? Uh, well, I haven't had a chance to think of games, so I'll probably think of things on the fly. Uh, the first one I have, and I hope they give it uh, Super Game Boy support as opposed to just Game Boy Color support, but uh, Donkey Kong. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Yes, yep. we can hear you. Okay. I'm using oh, my Steel Series. <laughs> he is yeah, back. Very cool. Uh, so, uh, Jesse, any other games that you can think of that you, you just, this, they like, they got to be on there? Uh, I'm thinking, okay, Tetris. Um, yes. Mario Land and or Land 2, probably the second one. But people would probably. I think more people complain, would complain if two was on it and not one versus the other way around. <laughs> yeah. And uh, probably this would be a good time to re-release Oracle games. Hmm. That would be... Or, you know, Oracle I'm, and Seasons. Ironically, yeah, this would be a great time to release those well, Seasons to celebrate. and Ages, they're both Oracle. To celebrate right. an anniversary of Zelda, that would right? that would be a way to do it. I agree. That'd be really cool. Um, Eston, what about you, man? Any uh, top five? What what games have got to be there for you? Uh, probably the ones that I just remember from like childhood. Like I had the um, like uh, you know, Max Power said in the chat there the uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that was on there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I have that Tetris. I mean, I think we've got that seven ways past Sunday. Um, now and then, uh, but I think if I remember right, there was a uh, there was a double dragon that came out on the Game Boy, and I'd like to have that one on there. And um, like that Gradius game, I enjoyed that because that's just got nostalgia there for me. And so outside of that, I had to like go back and like look. And um, other than that, I just tell Nintendo, you know what, hit me, surprise me. The game you mentioned, I'd like to try it. Yeah, I mean, you said you've got fond memories of it, and you said it's a solid thing, so put it on there. Yeah, I'd love to try it. Hmm. Okay. Tim, what about you, man? Any uh, any, any that just have to be there? Uh, all of what you guys all said, for sure, but uh, a couple of them that I wrote down uh, was the Pokemon Pinball. Okay. Uh, I thought that would be a cool one to have on there. And um, let's see. There was another one. You, Marty, you were talking about those weird games that nobody else probably played, but you did. Uh, one I had was called Key, but it was spelled Q-I-X. And it was basically you oh, had to yeah. create like the boxes. the flipping game? No. It, it was you had to draw boxes. Like you were in the space and you had to draw boxes to fill in the spaces without getting touched by a lightning bolt, essentially. Oh, okay. I I played those games. I always wanted that game but could never find it in stores. I had it on the 5200 and loved it on there. So when it came out on the uh, Game Boy. And it had like a – like didn't it have like a Mario kind of twist to it as well? 
Didn't it have like Nintendo properties? I don't remember that. I'm looking it up because I seem to remember that like, like I'm looking at it right now and no, wait, yeah. Yeah, the ending has Mario and Luigi and Princess Peach standing on top of it like they're in a in a like a banquet hall with some okay. toads. Yeah. I, I guess I never got to that point then. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. you didn't beat it. That, no, but I didn't. Yes, th- I always wanted this game. And then the the other one is for sure this would be the third one, Pokemon trading card game. I think would be really cool, even though it's that, a that was way another of one that was on my list, but I forgot about it when I was listing my games. <laughs> yep, that one and uh, I, some of the ones you guys called off. I'm trying to go through my list here. Oh, there was a Blaster Master on the Game Boy Color called Enemy Below. Um, th- that one I didn't get to play, but I would love to be able to give that one a shot. So. I got you. So I'm I'm gonna go right here. Maybe this is maybe these are some deep cuts. Maybe maybe not. But um, I like a lot of a lot of ones are like the more popular ones you've already said. I, I like I gotta echo like I want that original Game Boy Tetris, if not just for the fact that those sound effects take me back to my yeah. childhood. Right? Like I want yeah. that version. Of it, that's why I. That's my favorite Tetris ninety nine theme, is the Game Boy version because there's so much nostalgia there. Um, I also want Gargoyles Quest for Game Boy, uh, which was like, was that the original one? Um, because it seemed like there was some history there with it, maybe, but I. Yeah, it was released in Japan in May, on May 2nd of 1990. Uh, and it was like the first time that you were able to play um, the, the, the demon from Go- Ghosts and Goblins, the red, right. red Aramur is and his the, name. Oh, wow. The, wasn't there a I Super Nintendo game that was like a sequel to that? And it's, it's, Maybe. here's the thing. Like it, this game is, it's kind of like Zelda 2-ish. Like there's an overworld, you move through it. Like there's a story to it. And it's kind of like a, a role-playing game, but it's action-oriented. What's the name of it? Gargoyle's Quest. I didn't know that existed. The, ar- the box art is awful. It's, it's atrocious. Um, another wow. one that I'm going to mention, and this is specifically a Game Boy Color game. I've talked about this on the show before. I don't even know that it's all that good. But it was my first Game Boy Color game, so it has a ton of nostalgia for me. Is Wario versus Bomberman? Uh, it, it's it's literally Bomberman with Wario dumped in it. Like I don't I don't understand. Uh, now in somebody's somebody's picking up on this. Nintendo in the chat is saying this. Firebrand was the name of Gar the guy in Gargoyle's Quest. His name was Firebrand. So yes, um, but it is the it's it's that it's that enemy from Ghosts and Goblins, um, and then y'all, I, like here it is. This is a game, and this is a game to me that deserves a remake. Like Link's Awakening got a remake, but I need Super Mario Land two six golden coins. Yep, if That's it's on not on too. there, it is atrocious, <laughs> atrocious. That game is one of my favorite Mario games simply because of how strange it is. And I need it. I need it. I'm, actually, I need it in Super Mario Land 
the beginning one because man, like for, even though it's Game Boy, those Mario Land like that Mario Land music is so good. Those were great games to have on the go. I had a blast mm-hmm. playing those games. Yeah, I missed I missed out on the uh, Super Mario Land three Wario Land, but I would love it if that came I had out, the so first I could check one. that out. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's pretty yep. good too. It's a little short. But so, anyway, but I, I would hope that if they do bring the Game Boy and Game Boy Color, although it makes sense business wise to separate them, me as a fan wants all the Game Boy from Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance on <laughs> all at once. <laughs> and I'm want, like, if they're going to do it, let me say this. If they're going to do this, I don't yeah, need yeah. like a trickle of two or three games every month. Exactly. Like do it like the Super Nintendo when you brought it out and have like 20 to start with, have several of those games and make them beefy games. Don't just make like, you know, whatever. Yes. Love. Nothing burgers. Right. <laughs> Nothing burgers. Thank you. That's a great word. Um, how likely do you think it is that they're actually going to get the original Tetris? I think it's likely, but the thing the thing is that they can't just emulate a second player mode like they did on the NES and SNES and just say this person's hosting it, this person's a guest, and the guest is player two. They're going to have to properly emulate the link cable and have each person yeah. be their own save state and like they're playing on their own device with their own cart. I was wondering yeah. about that. Like, how would they approach that that functionality that they advertised in NES and Super NES? Someone in the, I think it was Mecca in the chat, asked if my Shantae cart actually runs on a real machine. I'm like, yeah, it's running here. You can't see it very well with my background, but it's running. Yep. And since this is a GBA, it's it's got the GBA enhanced mode in it. Hmm. That's nice. That's nice. Well, guys, uh, those are good lists. I, I would add Donkey Kong to mine too. Like that's that's a that's a whole nother level Game Boy game um, right there. Uh, I remember getting it and the Super Game Super was it Super Game Boy? Is that what it was called? The the Nintendo Super Nintendo Super Robert? NES. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was Super, Super game, game Boy. That was the yeah, Super those Nintendo two came out on the same day. I remember getting them both uh, at the same time. So cool. So cool. The, the last one I would add is the Metal Gear, Gear Solid. You guys didn't mention that one. It was a I pretty good one. Forgot. Do you, you know what? I uh, in searching for these, you, you know what I found today? They actually did a Tomb Raider game for Game Boy Color. It was two D. Looks. I terrible. forgot about that. I forgot but about it's, that. It's uh, uh, Curse of the Sword is the name of it. But it's <laughs> not the only thing that's cursed, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> It's there. You probably get it pretty cheap. I don't know. Uh, hey, Esther, before we circle out of this, uh, let's discuss. Usually we ask our patron producers if there's if they bring anything, like bring a topic, anything that they would want to talk about going on in gaming. Maybe it's not even Nintendo related. Uh, do, you, do you have anything you'd like to discuss? Kind of oh. putting you on the spot. Right, right. You get me in the hot seat. I got to fire it right off the top of my head. They uh I don't really think of right now. I mean, not because I mean, I know we were all we were all like saying the pro, 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 win switch pros coming and we got our OLED. And I just know a lot of people were like disappointed in it. But I mean, I actually am happy with it. I mean, I think it's a great little thing. I mean, I wasn't looking to go like 4K on a handheld device because I'd be looking to plug it in in about a, like 90 minutes time, I would imagine. 
if it was a 4K screen. That's true. And, uh, and plus, I can imagine how hot that might be holding in your hands. You'd be holding a uh, thing of ember and uh, <laughs> potentially. And so running all those uh, graphics and all those moving screens. So I'm happy with what they did. And um, having the landline import on the actual uh, dock, I mean, I'm happy. I know the internet pretty much ran them through the coals twice just for good, good measure to make sure, you know, because they were just unpleased with what, what they got. But um, I mean, I, I personally, I'm just, I'm very pleased and I'm just, I'm stoked to be getting what I've got. Um, and I mean, like I said, I got the PlayStation 5. So, I mean, if I wanted to go ultra high graphs and stuff like that, I would. But to be honest with you, I mean, I have a PlayStation 5, but I'll tell you like, you know, just just internally when I feel the need to play a game, um, I just, I feel drawn to my, my Nintendo Switch more than I do my PlayStation 5. I actually own... I mean, you can't see it in camera, but I actually own like three PlayStation games down there. Um, but I've got like, can be a bit embarrassing probably, but I've got like uh, 32 physical copies of Nintendo Switch games down there. So. <laughs> Not embarrassing at all. Open. Yeah, Not some I'll never open just because of the, the value of them and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, the uh, those are imports. But, uh, but yeah, so, um, so that's my, I guess if I had a topic, I'd be that. And uh, that I'm just I'm pleased with the outcome. Now the smoke is cleared, and what all we're getting, and um, I mean, and the games we're getting on it, the Metro Prime to kind of come with it. Yeah. And um, I'm you can see on my right shoulder, probably can't with the camera and stuff, but um, I've got all my Metroid Amiibo lined up on the little end table over there. Oh, that's what those are over there. I knew those are Amiibo. I couldn't tell which ones. Oh, I yeah. Can. Well, Ridley, uh, two Samuses, and then the actual Metroid itself. Yes. And, uh yeah, so um, I'm eager to plug them into the game and see what all they do for me and stuff. So I'm pretty sure they'll have a, especially if they're re-releasing a um, Ridley. So I'm interested yes. to see what all they do. So um, I'm, yeah, I'm excited uh, to see. I might have answered your question. I have a problem. You have to forgive me. I mean, I'm the first time as a guest on here, but and your first time really talking to me on camera. But um, I kind of really, when you start asking me a question, I kind of like really go off and just let the conversation just flow like water and just go where it goes. So if I'm not concise, just good. give me a verbal cue or something like that because that's just how I talk with people. Just let, let things just take on a life of its own. <laughs> I was going to say for the OLED comment in regards to that, I'm excited to see what the games that I've, you know, haven't played in a while, what they'll look like with the OLED and stuff. Cause I, I love the OLED when I had it on my Vita great mm -hmm. it would look great for those games so uh i miss it i'm i'm happy i got a vita again but it's the led version but i'm not i'm not complaining don't get me wrong because it's i did someone graciously graciously gave it to me so i'm happy to have a vita again uh but i do remember how well that oled screen looked and i and i have my phones my samsung phones that have all oleds too and they look great so i'm excited to see what nintendo brings with the oled screen and uh and what the games look like with it, you know, like it's almost like a fresh coat of paint or whatever on some of these games, probably. And you Just don't think it's like when you read the dimensions, you don't think it's that much bigger, but someone made the you know, point to me, like if you go into like your Verizon store, your Xfinity store, and you look at the, the iPhone and then you look right next to it, you look at the iPhone like plus and you hold them in your hand and you're like, gosh, you know, that, that phone looks so much bigger in my hand versus like this one in the screen is so much bigger. But this thing, you know, like fit into my uh, pants pocket. And then like, so I'm interested to see like, you know, uh, uh, see like once I get it like in my hand, like seeing like how much that, uh, how much appreciable that screen looks now. It's, it's almost like, and with the, without the, you know, the black border bezels on the end that 
that you feel like almost like you like you're opening up your eyes more and you can actually like you know you're not squinting anymore yep so nice i'm i'm crossing my fingers and praying to god that my new skull and company case still fits on that because just those millimeters you know Mm -hmm. might be a little tight but it's it goes in pretty easy in this case so i i when i put it on i was like okay i might have a chance just you know i might have a chance to fit in there it's a good looking case (laughs) oh i love it i love this thing it's a good uh, case if you're if you're audio only you're missing out man that's the handles match the colors of the Joy-Cons. And yeah, that's a sharp. That's a sharp looking machine right there. Yeah. Uh, it'd be, it'd be really cool if they did. They make yep. a white one for the OLED that's coming up. They did not make it yet, but they didn't make these ahead of time either. It, they didn't ah. make these until it actually came out. So I'm assuming gotcha. you'll be able to order some white ones. Yeah, you can actually order the grips separately. So I oh, may, that's cool. I may buy the white ones if they do come out. I, I'm just looking forward to having a switch with a working uh, grate for the for the fan, yeah. <laughs> a one that's better engineered than the old yes. one. That's gonna be that's gonna be nice to not feel like I'm gonna stick my finger in the grate, uh, the fan hole every time. <laughs> it's weird, and yes. I feel like that's why it overheats sometimes. So uh, I'm gonna give it to my daughter, and she's gonna sell her um, switch light. I'm gonna sell my switch light. And we're just gonna, yeah. So I also, hey, I also picked up the Joy-Con grip too. I like that. that. That's really and nice. This actually charges your Joy-Cons when you have them in there. Hmm. So, which is really cool. And it was only twenty bucks. I was I gonna was those on Amazon the other night actually, and I was like, I didn't pull the trigger because I was like, oh, that's nice. You can actually put a scan on your switch, and you can see your skin. But I'm like, but the OLED switch is slightly larger, so I don't want to pull the trigger on here. And in October, be like, well, there you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out of here. If anybody's looking for a switch light after the 8th of October, <laughs> uh, come talk to me. There's a gray one and a blue one. We'll, we'll, uh, nice. Real nice. We'll make you a real good deal. Um, go go to our virtual garage sale page. In our yeah. Hey, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a good idea. And only $5 patrons can get to that, correct? No, anybody actually can get anybody. to that. Anybody. Anybody can do that. Come it's on, not locked down. Yep, you can do that by going over to patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads and joining up in the month of September. Also get uh, entered into a cool contest. You'll hear more about it at the end of the show if you skipped over the front. Uh, And we hope you didn't do that. So anyway, uh, it's now time for Justin's favorite part of the show, Jesse's Poke Minutes. Pika, 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 Okay, I I did set up a two minute timer. I highly doubt all. I bet I'm going to go over, but we'll see how it happens. So, Pokemon Go updates September. Uh, the re- the weekly research breakthrough encounter is Ditto. Five star raids that started yesterday uh, is Lugia until the 14th at 10 a.m. At that point, Uxi, um, Mesprit, Nazelf depending on whatever region you're in, will be in raids until October 1st at 10 a.m. They'll, they're going to continue the weekly one-coin bundle that they started last month. That'll continue every week this month. And sometime in September, a new evolution preview screen will, will appear in a patch later this month that'll show the current Pokemon CP, the Evolved Form CP, and what leagues battle leagues the Evolved Form can qualify for. 
when confirming if you want to continue with the selected evolution. I'm not sure what that look, sound looks like yet, but it sounds like it, might, it would be useful information. Okay. Yesterday started the season of mischief. This, this, this season will focus on an adventure featuring Confined Hoopa, the mischief Pokemon, which you'll be able to encounter early on in this season's special research story, Misunderstood Mischief. This started yesterday at 10 a.m. and it'll go until 10 a.m. on December 1st, local times. There'll be eight special researches starting. It'll start throughout the next three months that tells the entire story. Those who complete the story before the end of the season will get access to a special event that might have something to do with Hoopa. Four special research tasks in September. Welcome to the Season of Mischief started yesterday. Hoopa's arrival will be on the 5th. There'll be two other tasks on the 8th and the 21st. Then there'll be two special research tasks in October and two more in November. Hoopa cannot be transferred into Pokemon Home at this time. They said that it will be available later. And for trainers who are unable to play during the season, Confined Hoopa will be available again later in the future. Also, as part of this event, uh, Main Fu, I think is how this one's pronounced, uh, will be available in 10-kilometer eggs. They were originally only available to those who ranked high in the Battle League but now it'll be in, hatched in eggs. Then also a new Pokemon to appear starting next week on September 8th at 10 a.m. The revolving Pokemon Inkay will appear in the wild and in one-star raids until September 13th at 10 a.m. Inkay will evolve into the overturning Pokemon Malamar, which requires your phone to be turned upside down in order to trigger the evolution. I didn't That's understand. That's cool. I didn't understand that at all. Yeah, Turns out that was a thing in X and Y. The 3DS had to be turned upside down for it to evolve. <laughs> wow. Now, how anyone figured that out, other than reading it in a guide, I don't right. know. Do it across the room. <laughs> it evolve. <laughs> but yeah, apparently there's lore in yeah. there somewhere. That so it's probably the same thing that some people stumbled upon that uh, the um, Phantom Hourglass. In order to figure out to pass that one where you had to close the DS and then open it back up yeah, to pass. The, the first professional level did something similar. Yeah. There were some really cool, like, actual physical um, aspects to the DS that were totally unexpected. I thought that only yep. they could only do it that, you know, on that system. Yes. Which is why. Phantom Hourglass won't come to other systems. Well, they sad. they did change up um, Treasure Tracker, right? For because they brought it from the Wii U, right, to the Switch. Yeah. So they they were able to change up some aspects there, right? And, but and, uh, physically shutting a your game console. I mean, they would. What they would, would you do? Put it in sleep mode and bring it back. They would have to do a different puzzle for that, probably. They would have to redesign something there. Definitely yeah. it would be harder. Yeah. But I get your point. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's going to be lost. I mean, and that's that's sad. But, yeah. But you know what's not sad? What we've been playing. Let's talk about it. So... Solo, Eston, 
you're our guest. That means you get to go first. What have you been playing? Uh, let's see. Uh, weekly, done a little weekly Fortnite thing. Um, then been trying to get to the end of Monster Hunter Stories 2. And little caveat to that game, if anyone listening or anyone like, uh, you know, watching enjoys playing that game, I'm really enjoying it. I know people are saying it's Monster Hunter's Pokemon, but um, I wish they would have at the start of the game allowed, I don't think this is too much of a spoiler alert because this is now the game's been out a bit. I wish they would have allowed the, uh, like your uh, monsters to start flying earlier in the game. Because I've really enjoyed the fact that once you get to the point in the story that you can start taking flight, it really gets really, I mean, that's just super fun to do that. And I wish they would have done that from the start. Because um, it really is a pretty game. And it just adds a different aspect of being able to appreciate the environment that you're around in and stuff. And they can't fly in every environment. It makes sense where they do it. Um, but um, nonetheless, I wish they would have done that from jump. Um, because it would just uh, made it so much like much more pleasurable to just to do that there. Most I just like just flying around, looking at all the views. And so I've been playing that. Um, what else have I been playing? The um, I was grinding so much on that one. And then I started playing, doing my Stardew Valley. Um, actually, my family started playing Stardew Valley. And kind of a running joke was I got tired of hearing all these roosters every morning. Rooster. And then the evening rooster. And so I was like, what is going on with all this roostering? And I, I actually read the book uh, that is by, this has a chapter on the guy who made Stardew Valley. And I'm like, well, I read this guy's story. I hear all these roosters. I'm like, let me just take the dive. And I'm coming off of being like burned on, burned out on Animal Crossing after playing it for like over 400 and some odd hours. And, is that all? Um, huh? Yeah, is that right? all? Yeah. I'm not an addict. <laughs> I realized I was having a problem and I got out early. <laughs> <laughs> nothing on me no uh, and so actually i was actually uh i'm actually enjoying it a lot i mean so it's become like my really kind of like you know i want to put that game in and just um and well i got the digital but when i want to load up and just have that game to kind of just chill enjoy my beverage of whatever i'm having and just relax and just play a good game just you know it doesn't take a lot of intense concentration um it's really a fun game and so i've been doing that one and, and my um, wife my wife plays that one too and it's funny because she'll uh, she'll talk about her husband in the game, and it just cracks me up when she brings up. She's like, "My husband told me, you know, and it would be something stupid or outlandish, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't, I didn't do that, you know." Oh, <laughs> and yeah. like, "Oh wait, she's talking about the Stardew Valley husband," or she'll oh, talk yeah. about her kids and how the kids are crazy in the game or do something stupid in the game. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't got to that point yet. I'm still just kind of cheering up and stuff like that. I took the beach island, and um, I'm wearing the Charlie Brown uh, shirt in there. In there, and uh, I said, "But yeah, I'm, I'm having fun with it." And um, and then I, I almost I wanted to do the ball though because it came out, but I'm like, God, just I realized I'm just like I need to like really kind of watch myself here because it's becoming that point A is meeting point B where I just don't have the time to to play all these games and at the same time. Um, you know, finish what I want to finish and then allow time for, for real life. And so, um, so I'm just trying to finish up months, the hundred stories too. And that's the biggest one right now. And just once I finish that, then I'll kind of take on the, the next big, uh, the next big project. I mean, I, I like when Skyward Sword came out, there was another one I played, like when that one hit, I mean, I put everything on pause. I mean, it was like record scratch pause. And I mean, I, I finished up Skyward Sword from release date 
to actually like finishing it. I did that in, oh God, it's, it's so insane. I think I did that in like maybe 11 or 12 days. I mean, I was just like, I, mean, I was just like on that, like somebody was paying me to do it. That's on <laughs> par with Matthew, I think, right? Yeah. <laughs> Right, I, think Matthew, I think Matthew did it faster. I think I might have done it about that same time. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, I think he had it done within a week. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I saw like I saw that. And I was he said done, and I was like, "How did you ding that fast?" I'm like, "You must just like you must be a code cracker, dude." I mean, I'm just like that was insane. He just doesn't have a life outside of work and playing games. Uh, <laughs> He's still 21. <laughs> But uh, but in a nutshell, roundabout, that's what uh, that's what I've been playing. So uh, you can toss it over to the next ad. All right, uh, let's go with let's go with Jesse because Tim's list is ungodly long. <laughs> okay, uh, well, let's start with Jesse. Before I start with my list, I want to talk, talk about what I tried to do with my Xbox today. I wanted to see if I can get the remote play to work. Uh, with the Xbox to my iPad. Uh, I, I've ha- had it. I thought, I thought I've had it working before, like when I first got it, you know, but it wasn't working anymore. So I asked, I asked the, uh, the game pass news guys, if he, they had any ideas, they said we couldn't get it to work either. I called Xbox support and he was walking me through the normal things, including uninstall, reinstall, rebooting my iPad, uh, rebooting the, the system. And so he put me on hold, dug around a little bit in his notes, and they say, oh, yeah, this has been broken since iOS 14.3. And that's, that was like six months ago. So I'm like, you haven't fixed it yet? We're, we're at iOS version 14.7 now. So, yeah, okay, so that's not working. So he goes, what? Why don't you try the the cloud? Because I have I have ultimate, so I have access to cloud. I just haven't tried it yet. So I gave it a try, and yeah, that works. So at least I have access to that if I need to. But I was still hoping for actual remote play <laughs> for my system because I don't know if save states transfer this well or not. Or like, will I start on cloud? Am I stuck on it? I don't know mm-hmm. yet. Maybe the Game Pass News guys can answer that question. <laughs> I've heard that the cloud actually does really well with that the save states type of thing, where you can play on your phone, you know, through the Game Pass cloud, save it, and then just go pick up the game where you left off on your Xbox. Okay, I did as a test. I launched Psychonauts, and uh, yeah, okay, I see the the Double Fine logo. This is working. I have I didn't get past that. Okay. I suppose I, I could like launch. 12 minutes and see if my save loads or not or any of the other games I've played. So that cool. I was, you know, so that's not great, but at least I have access to something if I need it. Okay. So last two weeks I talked about Picross S Genesis and master system edition. This is the last time I'll talk about it because I finished it hundred percent that one. And then, just as I was wrapping that up, a patch came out to Pixel Puzzle and Watch Collection. Uh, they actually put out a... I don't know if it was a press release or just an email to us because we we, we had their review copy. I th- so they, I think we, we were just on their PR list. So they said, hey, 
We put out a patch. Let's talk, you know, talk about it if you can. So what the patch does is it adds a few UI changes, not UI changes, that's not the right word, but you know, how the, how the game controls in, in the, in in the Picross game specifically. So it does clean up some of the issues that I had. Like now I think you, you can roll columns and roll rows from the right to the left. I don't think you can do that before. And with the click of the R button, you can swap the functionality of the A and B because they had it backwards of how. Uh, oh, so if you're used to are. one, gotcha. And I think they had a lot of complaints about that. So <laughs> now that, so they didn't just flip them, but they made us, they gave us the ability to choose our own controls. That's good. So, That's which good. I think, which I, I appreciate. I like that better than just changing it. Yeah. But so some of they didn't, it's not, it's not perfect. You know, they still have a few, like if I have a, a square in the middle and I want to start from the left, go all the way right, I can hold down the, hold down the, the mark button and just go and cursor over. When I cursor over the one that's already a square, it still blanks it out instead mm. of keeping it a square. So I'm like, okay, it doesn't like that, but they didn't fix that either. But again, that's not a horrible thing. You know, it's something to, as long as you know it's there, it's easy to, uh, work around it so yeah it, it's a better game than it was before uh, and i actually before, the first time through i only did like the first three or four puzzles when i did my video and i have didn't get a chance to go back to it so since they did the patch i did all hundred picross puzzles so i've completed that i tried the uh the loop mode where you're trying to draw a loop around a six by six grid where certain numbers or have to have a specific number of lines adjacent to it. I can't figure that one out. I, I tried three or four different puzzles and couldn't get a single of them done. So I think I'm done with this game. <laughs> but I still, at least, I, I, I did get more time into it. And uh, now the last game. If uh, you liked my last video or I rage quit, you're going to love this one. <laughs> because I, it happens again. This I'm is... going to have to watch it now for sure. <laughs> this is Club Golf Wasteland. So the premise of this is something happened on Earth. It is now basically inhospitable to humans. The ultra-rich was were able to flee to Mars. And so what's left on Earth is kind of a tourist destination. So people come back to Earth to play golf on just these makeshift golf courses that are set up on these uh, 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 abandoned buildings that used to be art galleries or used to be an office building or and there are oh, okay. like these mutant animals that are still around that you know you <laughs> you put you knock the ball on the back of this giant giraffe's back and then it'll roll down to its tail and he'll go flick and then the ball will fly around somewhere else so but the thing is this is on a 2D plane, not a 3D golf thing. So, you know, you'd think, oh, that might make the game easier. And early on it does. Because you don't have to worry about depth. It's just X and Y axis. But this game later on, and, you know, again, I only played for a half an hour. So not all that, all the, not all that much later. Uh, it requires a lot of 
exact precision of where to hit the ball. Because if you hit it too soft, you miss a ledge. If you hit it too hard, it'll hit a back wall and knock yourself knock back down where you need to hit that ledge for you to be able to continue in- mm. increasing. Because the hole is 10 yards high, so you have to work your way up there. And the controls are not very precise. The control is basically the left stick. It's your angle and power is done by how much you move the stick from center. Then you push the button to swing. And even even though I'm, my thumb is not moving and I don't think I'm moving the joystick, there's still you can see the the gauge wiggle. So it's not not precise at all. You know mm. how people manage to play this game, I don't know. I wasn't able to do it. Is this? So, you think it's something that could be fixed in a patch? The accuracy or anything like that? Is the question is it maybe? But is Jesse going to come back and try it? <laughs> well, but but the wiggle maybe. But just in general, like Mario Golf has a wide range of ways to hit the ball, and you can really be detailed and picky about what happens to it. Okay. This is just pull a joystick and push a button. Okay, I got gotcha. you. That's it. So there's, you know, if if they enhanced the gameplay in general to do to let you have more control, then yeah, it might be a better game. And is this okay. like the New Donk City course? It's worse. We're talking about some holes have par twenty. <laughs> No, 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 I'm not kidding. The last hole is a par one. I don't know what that means because I, I sure as hell didn't get there. You got to get a hole in one. Yeah, like there's three modes. The the first mode's like the story mode. You, you get bonus story content if you can hit it in par or less than par, but if you don't, you're not penalized. You, in fact, you hit it so so many strokes above par, it'll let you skip and go to the next hole. But you're missing part of the story. And then the second mode is basically you have to hit par better on every hole. And then the third is, which you can't unlock until you've beat the middle one, is just you need to know what the hell you're doing to to beat it. (laughs) Yeah. Did you see what uh, Mecha Dragon said? No. Oh, you said, found the found the new monthly mayhem game. No more golf. No. Y'all no got Mecha said no. y'all got to keep giving games Jesse hates. <laughs> I think there needs to be. I really think there needs to be, and I would. I think we should fund this. Is um, we should start a brand new series on our YouTube channel called Will He Rage Quit? I do not like this idea. And so what we do is you just go find a game that you think you will hate, and then you buy it, and we see how far into it you get before you're just like, nah, I'm done. I was just going there to do the same thing. Tim went to edit the title, and just as I was editing the title. Yeah. Will he rage quit? Can I veto this idea? Because I hate it. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're you're not out any money. We'll just pay, we'll just pay for the game, and you 
Yeah, see, I've, already, I, I, I've run out of Picross games to cool, to call myself see, down once I get upset. Actually, we should just make a playlist called that, and then any games that fall into that category when you've done a video on it can be tagged that. Here, here it is. Here it is. We're going to get you some lights. Yeah. Everything in your room is going to be red. <laughs> all right? And and it's going to be oh, some I red lights and... <laughs> Lo-fi music playing in the background to keep you uh, from, from from stroking out, and then you play. I don't know. You, what? <laughs> hey Marty, is, listen. If you want to see this episode, uh, if you want to see this become a series, head over to patreoncom <laughs> for September. And when you that sign up, say, I "Hate you all." I'm here for rage, will he rage quit? Or will he rage quit? That would be so, amazing. No, it won't. Destin, yeah, well, you're a Patreon producer. Do you think this is a good idea? What's that? What I said, you you're a Patreon producer. You, you, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I know. I, I love it, yeah. Yeah, yeah just to see, especially if he throws Joy-Con and says, what's up, bro? And something like that. Yeah, yes. Like rage quits like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Anyway, so right. yeah, there, there, there's a video of this that uh, the embargo was this morning. I recorded it this last weekend, so yeah, I knew this was coming, and it. I it, love it, it. It landed this afternoon. I love it. Uh, so that's what you've been playing, Tim. Uh, good lord, what have you been playing? <laughs> what hasn't he been playing? Right. All right. So. I've been playing Animal Crossing New Horizons still, and I forgot how many hours I, I lost track of how many hours I've been in that game. But I was getting in there because I had one last try on the 31st to get that golden stag, and I got it. No. I finally, I finally right. got Good that job. bugger. Good job, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I got that in my, my bug index is complete. Uh, so now I need to go in and now I can concentrate on finishing up my uh, the water creatures the dive that you got to dive for. So um, I've been playing Among Us with Sammy, and we've been playing with randos. So whenever possible, yeah, that, that gets the couple times we got to play actually turned out to be okay. But it's really hard to get in the game with anybody. Like like if I set up a room, it's really hard to get people to come join because otherwise if I join a game, Sammy can't join quick enough to be in the same game. So, but I'm thankful for the community. Hopefully we'll be able to play this, this weekend, uh, this Saturday. And cause he's been dying to play with the Nintendo dads, you know, community. So did you see Gary warn you about me? <laughs> yes. Yes. I did see that. I hate I'm going to miss it because I'm going to be away in a place with there where there's not even any cell phone service. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be great. It's I figured it'd be a tough chance, and especially in the U.S., to get anybody to play because it's Labor Day weekend. A lot of people will be on vacation or out. So Man, if it was Monday, I would love. It, you know, he has a great idea here. Uh, he says make it private till the ones you have to have get in. Yep, I've done that. We've done that, but still, it's like I make it private. Sammy gets in, but everybody else is. Just pops in, and if not enough people join quick enough, they oh, leave. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, so it's it sucks. You know, to get any, <laughs> it sucks. Oh, Fontes. 
<laughs> he says in the chat, I said, we'll be somewhere and done cell phone service. He says, so you'll just be at home then. All right. <laughs> That's good. No, that is a good one. no it's oh, true. I, I mean, you when you when you live somewhere where you have to have a cell like phone booster button. to even make a call, you might be in rural Tennessee. Yes. Yeah, th- th- that, that button is my new favorite button. So, Marty, too, if, if you are home Monday and you want to get a game going, just post it in Let's Play and see. we'll see if anybody else can join. It depends. I, I'm honestly, uh, I'm trying to find me a steak to eat on Monday. All right. Uh, after after being gone all weekends. So, all right. we'll see. So, we'll after, see. A, after a good steak dinner, come, come put up a game. <laughs> all right. So, I've been playing part-time UFO as well, but with Sam as well. It's, it's a game we go to and play. You know, we'll play a couple of levels in that complete a level and uh especially if it's another game that we're either downloading or have to update that we want to play like in this example we were waiting for super smash bros ultimate to update on my side uh so we played part-time ufo played a couple rounds of that and then super smash bros ultimate finished updating which is the other game i was playing we just did a couple battles there uh we actually had a lot of fun where i set it up to where there were no items and um the your um ultimate power or whatever it's called the uh thing you get is on a gauge rather than knocking out the ball so i forget the name of that thing but you can tell i play that a lot (laughs) right i can't even think of it uh... i'm sure somebody in the chat will uh will mention it but uh I turned it on so it was a gauge that built up instead of just having to hit the ball and then getting the, the smash uh, ball. The smash ball, yeah. So I mean, it's uh, literally in the name of the game. Smash ball. Smash Final smash. Brothers. There it is. <laughs> Final smash. That's it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, thanks, Mecca. Yeah, I, tr- I turned it on the final smash gauge rather than just hitting getting the smash ball. And and then we just picked random characters instead of us picking characters we just hit random and then whatever character came up that's the character we used to fight with so that was that was pretty fun doing that at a little bit different i think when my son plays uh with his friends like he he sets it up like hardcore tournament setup. yeah no items no smash no trophies no hazards nice <laughs> that's crazy just all the characters just beating each other up <laughs> Uh, then I've been playing Townscaper, which uh, there will be a video going up soon for that. And I actually recorded this video a little bit different about this game because it's a very laid back, easy game to play. I think I mentioned it last show, too, what it was about. It's basically it's just a you don't have to have money. You don't have to have current in-game currency to be able to build things. It's just basically you just tap on the screen and and build up your island into city into a you know a, a townscape <laughs> so uh it's really laid back and a lot of fun just to relax and chill and i was going to go outside and play it and record it but again the nintendo switch and outside on a sunny day doesn't go very well <laughs> together so i wasn't going to be able to record that very well then friendo goes says, no i didn't say did, manscaper yeah, <laughs> Nope, I did not. I did not play Manscaper. I played Townscaper. <laughs> so, but yeah, there's a video of that. I actually did a recording of me playing this game in handheld because I like playing it in handheld the best because of the touchscreen aspects. So, 
And Marty, in case you're interested, I used lo-fi music in the background to play while I did that video. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I also have been playing a game called Ultra Age, a demo of it. It's a game that's coming out on the 9th. In fact, I pulled up some information on it. It's, uh, yeah, September 9th, it comes out. There's a demo. The demo seems a little rough, so I don't know if this is a good example of what the game will end up being, but it looked like a hack and slash game. It's an action game, so I like a good hack and slash, so I wanted to try it out. And it's The hack and slash part is a lot of fun. It's basically you can press buttons. You can you can have combination of buttons to make your sword do a lot of different moves, and you get different weapons too. Um, and if I understood it right, it's actually set into the future. The story, uh, you know, what story isn't apparently these days. But uh, uh, Earth is essentially it's oh it's year thirty one seventy four, so way in the future. <laughs> And basically, people left the planet. There's uh, scarce resources and all that kind of stuff. And you're exploring the, the, the planet. Um, and I, I didn't get a... There isn't a lot of explaining of what's going on in the game. I only got that from the eShop explanation. But like I said, right now, the demo is fun as far as learning the uh, hack and slash moves and stuff like that. But the voiceover seems a little rough and um like i said it just kind of throws you into the game you don't get much out of the story yet you kind of have to put it together yourself but i'd say give it a try again that's uh ultra age that's what it's called and there is a demo of it that you can download download for free um i also am starting to dive back into because i've been really really wanting to dive back into it the outer worlds and I have an incentive to do that, which is I need to finish my peril, peril on a Gorgon expansion so that I can try out the new expansion that's coming out September 9th, uh, which is the murder on Erdanos uh, or Eridanos. Um, and that that I've heard from the other councils that have gotten it is, is a lot of fun. And there's actually multiple ways to play it or multiple endings to that expansion. So you don't just play through it once and be done. You can actually play through it multiple times. So I'm looking forward to trying that out. Um, And a little secret, I got a review code for it. So I'm looking forward to jumping into it and having something out by the time it releases. So you guys will know whether you want to get it or not. (laughs) Um, So MSL asks if Ultra Age is related to Ultra Hand in any way. It's not a Nintendo game, so no, it's not. (laughs) But that's what I've been playing. Awesome. So uh, let me tell you what I've been playing. No more heroes. That's it. Uh, I heard you had a little bit of a hard time playing that uh, No More Heroes 3, Marty. Uh, What? (laughs) Like, I was just playing it. And I, for just full disclosure, we got we got a review cut for No More Heroes three, and Justin asked if I wanted it, which I, I mean I love button mashy combat games like that. Um, I like that genre, but I'm just like I don't know how I feel about No More Heroes. It's so 
like the whole time I'm streaming, like the first hour of it, I was just going, I don't understand this. I don't understand it. Why, why is this happening? Who are these people? What's going yeah. on? And so like threes out and I, like, I love the gameplay of it, what I've played, but I'm holding off on it because it's so heavily invested in continuing the storyline that I need to play one and two before I play this one. I had one from a review code and it kind of fell on the back burner and I never finished it. And so right now, literally I'm about to fight the final boss uh, in no more heroes, but like, I just, okay. So you are playing the first one. Okay. And that's, that's what I'm playing. I'm playing the first one. So like, gotcha. I, At the risk of making people like kind of upset, like I just think it's it's real cheesy and it's it's supposed to be. <laughs> well, is it? Yeah. Or is it like I said something about it today on another group and they're like, oh, the joke went over your head, bro. And I'm like it's probably like, it, and oh, maybe bro. not your type Here's, of humor either. Like, well, so. let me say this. Here's the thing. It's the video game equivalent of like games like Cards Against Humanity. Okay. It's funny the first time. And then after that, it's just kind of like, huh, huh, oh, yeah. Huh. I guess that was supposed to be funny. Huh. You know, and so by the end of it, like people have always said, like, you know, they've, they've been like, oh, Assassin's Creed is so formulaic. It's so this, it's so that. This is a really formulaic game. And I realized it came from the Wii era and the whole thing was like motion control and like all the things you can do with that. But honestly, y'all, I just don't get it. Like, um, that, that's not to say that the game's bad. Like, it's okay. I'm having fun with it, but it's just not like it's not going to be on even on like my top 20 list of any games. I'm going to play the second one. I'm invested in them. But I will say that from playing one and then jumping right into three, three is such a huge leap and bound gameplay-wise above one. Okay. So I'll finish that up here in the next couple of days and start on two next week and then get around to three eventually. So that's what we've been playing. Let's turn on the community spotlight and round out the show. And uh, we usually turn our community spotlight on over to our guest. Um, but Esten just reminded us at the beginning of the show, he's like, I don't really podcast and I don't really stream. And uh, really the only place that you can kind of hang out with, with me is on the discord. Uh, and that's cool. But I wanted to, I wanted to just shout out uh, Esten here for being a member of our community who has gone above and beyond to make sure that people were able to pre-order and get things that they wanted. Uh, he is Pretty much one of the reasons I have a PS5. He hooked people up by knowing when the OLED pre-orders went live, when Metroid Dread pre-orders went live in store at GameStop. You could do that because he was there getting his, and he didn't just be like, hey, I'm going to get mine and walk away and be like, look what I got. I'm going to spread the love out to the community. And so for that, man, I want to say thank you, thank you so much. Oh, man, you're quite welcome. I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. I um. That's totally just a uh, representation of just who I am with coming out. I mean, I, uh, I'm happiest when I'm helping people. And so if that bleeds over, I guess that's like why I do what I do for a living. And then just 
truly is like I'm happiest when I'm helping other people. And um, I mean, to a point, actually, some of the dads in the community weren't able actually to make sales that day. So I actually uh, actually pre-ordered things for them with my own money. And um, just when it comes in, um, you know, they're getting the money to me and uh, and I'm getting them, getting it to them. And at other points, I've, I've actually I've done that and they've actually kind of like, you know, the money's been exchanged through, uh, through PayPal real time and done that just so they can make sure they get their item and ship it from the store to them. And um, so it's, uh, yeah, it brings me a great cheer to do that. And I, God, I've been in this community now, the Discord community, Nintendo, that had like, God, I was thinking that I'm like, I can't remember how long I've actually been in it. And I guess that, that's like a sign you've been in there a while. And you can't even remember when you actually kind of came into it. <laughs> and so, and so uh, yeah, so definitely, I guess like I'm like one of the, uh, the old hats. <laughs> Well, I'm going to say that in the chat right now, Tim has called you our own personal Wario 64, which I think is a huge honor. But also, Andros is calling for you to change your name to Solo 64. And I, <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Solo 64. Uh Chris, Chris NHL also says, and I'm look, I know he says it's Chris HL. I'm going to call him Chris NHL 94 until the day we die now because of everything. Right. But he says that you are the spirit animal of the Nintendo dads. I agree. I agree. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you all. I mean, um, rather than type it, I just say it. I mean, it, it really does touch my heart. I really do um, appreciate all that. I, um, by nature, I'm a very sincere person. And so when I say I'm going to do something, I try my best to do it. So I really do appreciate all that, those kind words and all that generosity. Um, changing my name. Yeah, I'll definitely look into it. Um, oh, now, Andros <laughs> is now saying solo something's good as is. He, <laughs> he don't want you to have to change your name. But I, look, I can personally attest to the fact that yeah. the day uh, the OLED pre-orders and Metroid Dread both went up, um, Essen was not only spot on about his information, but he was also in my DMs on Discord being like, hey, keep trying. Or, hey, did you get it? Hey, is there something I can do for you? Uh, so, like, so good. I mean, yeah, I appreciate it. And I definitely, it's uh, giving me a big shoes to fill. I mean, I hope I can, like, live up to all this. this <laughs> I mean, this great generosity, but also, it's like, yeah, well, you, you set a precedence, and I'm like, I like, I don't want to, like, trip on my own feet. <laughs> but, well, let me uh, add something else to that. This is another thing that we love Eston for, is that you've come in, and people have been down and out. You've come in and helped bring them back up with some great advice on, you know, yep. hey, you know, I had a sucky day or this happened or that happened and you come in and you've been able to help a lot of people out. It's, it's it hasn't gone unnoticed. So very much. I appreciate it. That. Yeah. Thank you. Definitely. I mean, I'm just uh personality wise. I'm a great listener. And uh, I mean, I just don't hear you. I listen to you. And so you're um, hired. Definitely. You're hired. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so, <laughs> definitely. I appreciate all that. Yeah. So. <laughs> I definitely it's uh I'm not used to being in the spotlight. I'm more like the being like more like kind of like background assist. I'm more like kind of like uh behind the cameras than in front of the camera. So definitely it's uh all this these kind words that people are saying and stuff. It definitely I um really does mean a lot to me. Yes. And um it def, definitely does touch my heart and I really do appreciate it. And uh and it's I'm not used to being that much in the spotlight. So <laughs> definitely it it's it's kind of nervous. I will be honest. I'm, I'm, you're doing you know, great, man. You're doing great. Yeah, I'm humble to a fault. And so, 
it definitely is uh, very appreciative. And I enjoy being in this community and what y'all create, because I mean, y'all are actually, I mean, y'all know this is not y'all's, y'all's full-time job. Y'all do other things too. And y'all provide this, this, this community, y'all provide this, this board for, for people like me to come and, and to, to, um, to find, you know, maybe like you said, people having a bad day and they just seek refuge and just want to just vent. And maybe they just don't want input back. Maybe they just want to vent, move on. Maybe they just seeking just that, that nugget of just input back and be like, you know, that perspective. And they can kind of say, okay, I get you to that, man. I appreciate that. And um, things aren't so bad. And then other times, just on a lighter note, you know, y'all create a community where, you know, people that love Nintendo can come or any game. Now we got Xbox on there. And um, gamers can just talk about games and are can just like, um, you know, stuff's coming up. We can always alert other stuff. I mean, there's been other uh, people that put stuff out there too that like, I, you know, that like I have would have missed had not been like Monkey Thunder has like dropped some amiibo that I was able to grab because of something he's done um, that fast hooked me up um, with some stuff that, that I would have missed had it not been for him. He went on a limb and got them for me because I didn't respond in time. And um, it's just that they see things about people that do that for like, you know, people that, you know, none of us have really, most of us, some of us have met in person, but most of our moments have really been what I've seen in the discord never really met over like lunch and shaking hands and stuff like that. And right. for us to kind of do that for each other, um, just a real good for me testimony and something real, really just tangible because, you know, I get the Amiibo in the mail that that fast order for me. Um, so something tangible to show is the, the type of people that this community brings and um, really is something special here. And uh, I'm glad I definitely, uh, I'm glad I found it and glad I was yeah. able to uh, just uh, drift my ship in and anchor it and set up shop and set up a village and call home. And uh, yes, yeah, that's a, that's all because of, like you said, the community, I mean, it started with the Nintendo dad starting the show long before I got on here, obviously. So they started it and it blew up to this. So, and it's all because of everybody in the community making it what it is today. So I agree with you 100% on everything you said there. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that for a lot of people, and I'll say this myself included, that that our community has been a, a breath of fresh air. And I'm not saying that like toot our own horn because but saying it to like say it really is, I think, a special place. Um, and it's become that because of the people. Yep. Like that's not that's not stuff you like bake in, right? I mean, it's like I would love to be able to say, oh yeah, that's totally what we meant for it to be. <laughs> like we, you know, we totally meant for that to happen uh from the very beginning, but it it wasn't. I mean, it was just we're we're, we have this community and it's blossomed into something that I think you use the word refuge and that's so important, like a place where we can go and get away from all of the junk that's going on in the world today and like share time with people that understand us. And that's what like I was telling my wife today, I was like, you know, we're going on this retreat this weekend and I've got a ton to do, but I really want to go and be on the show because number one, like, um, Eston's going to be on there. He's our Patreon producer. I want to be there when he's there. Like that's the thing. But then also I said, like, I genuinely enjoy 
being on the show because I was telling her, I was like, every time I come home after doing the show, she's like, oh, did you have a good show? What did you talk about? And I'm like, Nintendo. <laughs> because I know she's not really going to be like, want me to go into this huge, long diatribe about what we talked about. But you guys, like, it's like coming home, hanging out with your buddies. We get to just talk and enjoy the same things. It's, and it's just, it's it's a comfort, right? And I hope that's what it is for so many other people, really. And so, Solo, we, we want to thank you for being on the show. Um, I know that, I mean, you get to be on the show because of being a Patreon producer, but you've you've done so much for a lot of people in the community, and we're just, we're thankful for that. Like, I'm thankful we get to highlight that. Yes. So, thanks for being you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Tim, uh, why don't you launch us into these questions, please? Yes, sir. Certainly could do that. All right. So from questions from the email, we got Warren G. Akers. I get my gaming news from podcasts like yours, and I haven't heard anyone mention there is apparently a new Mega Man X game for mobile devices. It is called Mega Man X Dive. If you know of this title, what are your thoughts? And what could this mean for the future of the Mega Man series on consoles or otherwise? Thanks. I have not heard of this. How about I, any of you? I've never heard of it until he sent this email. I, I heard about it when it was in like beta release uh, overseas and people were, you know, d- able to download it because of getting uh, a, an account where they could do that or whatever. Uh, th- this I downloaded it. It's a really weird game. Um, <laughs> it takes like the first three Mega Man X games and kind of mashes some things up with brand new stuff and y'all it is it's touchscreen and um mole third strongest mole was talking in discord this week about how he was able to like actually get a controller set up and working and i've got a background controller and i wasn't able to do that but it's like i want to like it because it's mega man but it's also like got those gotcha elements and all kinds of like and it throws so much at you at the beginning. It's like, oh, here's how you get characters. Here's how you upgrade stuff. Oh, well, they need a weapon. Or here's how you upgrade that. that. And, and it's and it's like, you know, now tap here. And now go play this mission. And now do this. And, like, the way that you play it is you move around. But, like, when you shoot, you're, you, you like, you hold down the shoot, the, 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 like, the attack button. And it targets enemies. And it sends your shots toward them. And so it's kind of like you're playing Mega Man and kind of not. But then, like, it also requires an, an absolutely uh, constant internet connection. So, so that's another red box. It's kind of slimy. It kind of feels kind of slimy. Kind of feels like, you know, we want you to spend money from the very beginning. Yeah. It's still on my, it's still on my phone. I'm going to try it again. But. It didn't like I haven't gone back and played it in like a couple of days. Okay, fair enough. Love love to hear more about it when you, if you do go back into it, or even Warren if you want to post anything about it if you tried it. Love to hear what your thoughts are on it as well. Um, next one is from an email from Mecha Dragon One Hundred One, constant contributor to our show. Thank you, Mecca. Voice message from that guy that came up from the last podcast got me thinking. Honestly. How his wife doesn't want to be called a gamer, but if you think about it, if you play any kind of video game, wouldn't that be definition make you a gamer or by definition make you a gamer? 
A gamer by default is just someone who enjoys playing any kind of game, not just video games. So someone who loves playing tic-tac-toe, go fish, or even a sport like baseball should be considered a gamer. In quotations. Guess my question here is, what do you classify as a gamer? And why do you think people don't like being called a gamer? Remember how everyone hated Nintendo for making those I'm not a gamer ads for DS? Hmm. I actually don't remember that commercial. <laughs> I don't either. I don't remember that one. I'm sure but, it was there, but I don't. I don't remember. So, what what do you classify? Uh, how do you classify well, a gamer? Definitely, the, the stigma of why people don't want to be called a gamer is because it's the the ultra hardcore rude jerk type of gamer who only thinks other gamers must be hardcore. <laughs> Rude jerks. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. I was thinking the same. I was thinking people have this envision of like, like that Jimmy Fallon uh, computer repair guy character from Saturday Night Live. Like, uh, yes, ooh, yes. Yeah, and that's what they envision like the the gamer guy is. And uh, and then when they actually get to see like, yeah, they it would blow their head if they knew people who actually play video games and stuff like that. I mean, uh, I mean, heck, we've seen like actors and actresses and 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 professional sports players that are like holding their switches playing their games and stuff like that didn't um, someone yeah. wasn't someone late for a meet and greet recently yeah brandon was... frazier yeah, yeah. That? <laughs> <laughs> there's a famous story of like uh henry cavell the superman guy he almost lost the role for superman because he didn't pick up the phone because he was playing a in a raid um as a healer in world of warcraft and, uh, <laughs> and he right. almost lost the role because yeah, he didn't get pick up the phone because he was busy healing so, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I think that I think that probably what what you guys are saying tr- is true. I think that this that that word carries such a stereotypical connotation, right? Yeah. The the big fat guy on South Park sitting in his grandma's basement, stained with Cheeto dust, he, you know, playing World yeah. of Warcraft. He has acne all over. And he's greasy, and you know. But but the thing is, is that some some <laughs> of the, some of that stereotype comes from like experience. Like, I mean, there are people out there like that. But I, I think one of the things Ebusel said in the chat is so important here. Uh, board games equals games. Card games equals game equal games. So if you play those, are you not a gamer? Yeah. But, uh, and there's been there's been this push for like gaming is for everyone. Right over the last yeah. few years, like if you play mobile games, you're you're uh, you're you're a gamer. If you play this, you're a gamer. Uh, if you play board games, you're a gamer. I just don't like. Is I don't know if it's the stigma of the word or the stereotype or whatever it is. I I don't get it. I don't remember you know back before video games were mainstream. You know, people playing Monopoly, Risk, and Chess. People referred to themselves as gamers. I don't think that was a thing. <laughs> so I, I think the term gamer really, you know, is more video gamey than board gamey and card gamey. You, yes. You'd classify, you'd call yourself something else if you don't play video games, but you play Catan every weekend. You don't call yourself a gamer, yeah. but you, you, you'd, you'd probably have a different term for yourself. And- I don't know what that term is. 
Andros is right in again in the chat. He says, I think that he says, I think the game term gamer holds a different, a totally different connotation for women. That's true. Uh, yeah. But I mean, having never been around any any women who actually care about then, video games in my I, life, I'd, I'd be, I mean, I don't know if it's a big know. now as it was, say, four or five years ago, but that was this whole thing on Twitch where people claimed female gamers or fake gamers and they were just there to pretend to play a game and show their boobs. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've watched a lot of like YouTube videos of actually females playing games with like walkthroughs because I've gotten stuck in games. So, I mean, I've, I've watched plenty of female game gamers and I've like mad respect, you know? I mean, you definitely, I mean, you talk I mean, they, are you legit? I mean, I, I don't call some questions and be like, oh, it's female. Let me find a guy. I mean, no, I'm like, you know, I just, I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't see that. I just say, oh, it's a gamer. Okay. Let me just see if, you know, how she did it so I can see how she did it so I can, I can pull it off. Well, IGN also, they have a lot of the, you know, female gamers there that ex- yeah. good, great example of a better gamer than me, if you want to say that, you know, with like Casey. Like Casey, like <laughs> crazy how detailed she gets in a lot of her games too, and then the, some of the others and, I don't and know she's, their names. She's better at Monster Hunter and Pokemon than any of us ever wished to, to be. Right, right. <laughs> so, but real quick, I'm going to read a couple definitions of gamer that I have both from Google and Mer- Merriman. Uh, was it Merriman Webster? So let me go with first. Looking up on Google, a person who plays video games or participates in role-playing games is okay. A gamer. I, could, I, I I would I would agree with that. You know, role-playing games probably would like the old D and D crew would they would have called themselves gamers. I think. Yep, and then uh, they also have a number two, which says for North America, especially in sports, a person known for cons- consistently making a strong effort. And the sentence they have is, he's a gamer, always ready to go that extra mile. Hmm. So, Merriam Webster says, number one, a player who, a player who is game and athlete. He he grammars well, too. (laughs) A player who is game. He thinks he good. (laughs) <laughs> especially an athlete who relishes competition. And then number two is a person who plays games, a person who regularly plays computer or video games. Okay. So both of them are kind of leaning in video games and sports. Yeah. But again, none, none of them mentioned board games or card games or tag. Right. Hide and seek. <laughs> There's still <laughs> games, but they're just not what we think of as gamers. Right. Yeah. Right. Another gamer I would think of too, because actually I knew some of these people that did this, um, and they were like all about it. It was interesting to see their their outfits, but it was like LARPers, and they were like into like doing actually like you know like uh like knights type stuff. And uh, I mean, I would oh I yeah would, yeah, I would consider them a gamer. I mean, yeah. this is much, I've known people right now that I mean I've talked to them three or four months ago, and they do D and D, um, and they show me the wizard staff and all that. And I'm mean, considered them gamers, so yeah, larpers I would consider gamers. And so, uh, so when I think of gamer, I don't necessarily automatically think that you've got to have an electronic medium in which you're playing your device. And then, okay, now you're a gamer. You check out. I guess <laughs> so, that, yeah. like for me, 
and maybe I'm just out of like just out of touch, or maybe I don't care. Is that I've never seen it as a like I've never said, "Oh, they're a gamer," and it been like negative to me, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Like I didn't. So like that question just didn't kind of compute with me because it's like, <laughs> what's wrong with it? What's wrong with playing games? Why would you but, not want to be right. known as a okay. as a gamer? Mecha Dragon throws in something interesting. He goes, "If you play a TCG." You're a gamer. Yu-Gi-Oh! literally means king of games. Okay, when we were thinking of card games earlier, we're thinking Go Fish, Spades, Hearts. We're not thinking Pokemon card game, Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic the Gathering. But yeah, I would agree. Those collectible games kind of, they they kind of lean in towards the RPG type of game, just differently. Yes. Yeah. That's a great that was a can, great question. Can I, though. can I just say something here? Like, sure. Like what you like, and don't care what people say about you. Truth. Yeah. All like, the truth. Don't just don't care what label they give you. Just like it. Just just like it, and live your life. God forbid that in this nightmarish hellscape of 2021 that we allow <laughs> someone to steal the fleeting joy in our life. Because we worry about a title that someone might give us for enjoying it. Yes. Come on, people. There's, there's more fun in the chat here. Andros says, if you think of spades when someone says card games, you're probably old. Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> and is this, let's see. Where does Uno sit from Fontes? My first thought was in the trash. <laughs> I like Uno every wow. now and then. Yeah, it depends on who you're playing with. I agree, but you know, I, I liked it when I was a kid, but I haven't liked it a lot as an adult. Yeah, Chris says euchre. <laughs> I I called that one out too. Euchre is the one we play here. <laughs> That's one I've never figured out. Start playing Canasta, then it's. I haven't you know, figured that one out either. I know. Go to the old folks' home. I tried. Hambo experience. Johnny mentioned. <laughs> Hambo Johnny is ta- has brought up. Phase 10, and I want to, everyone to know that the developer of Phase 10 is Satan. That's who, <laughs> that's who made that game. All right. That's good that's to know what they, that's what they play in hell. All right. Uh, let's, All right. Let's move on here. Yep. So that was a great question. Thanks, Dragon, again, for bringing the great questions. So, but before I get to the questions that are for Solo, personally, I thought maybe we could go jump straight to the voicemail and then come back to the questions for Solo. All right. Oh, here okay. we go. This is from Christian, the same guy who had the voicemail last week. Hey, guys. This is Christian again. I called about two weeks ago, and my daughter got so excited about hearing my voice on your podcast, she wanted to ask a question as well. Her name is Tegan, and she had a couple questions for you. Go ahead, Tegan. Um, I have a question. It's like, what's your favorite donut? And... If there's any new updates on Utopia, if you know, um, and that's basically my question. Okay. So our two questions are, what's your favorite donut? And also, if you guys had any inside scoop on Utopia. All right, guys. Thanks again for your, all your hard work, and we hope you have a great day. That's awesome. I first have, I have to say that Tegan is an awesome name because that's my daughter's middle name. Sophie Tegan. So I approve of that. But you lit up Marty's face with that question about your favorite donut. So, Marty, if you have your favorite donut, if you only listen to this in audio, go 
look at the YouTube video at about the 152 mark and just look at <laughs> Marty's face. Uh, God, there's so many good donuts. Um, <laughs> the, uh, but I will say this, my favorite, favorite donuts. Um, I'm going to pick two because I just can't pick one. All right. Uh, my favorite donuts would be the, uh, there is a, there is a place here near us that as a farmer's market and it's open from like right now through the beginning of April ish. And there is, um, a Mennonite family who comes there and they do, um, they do homemade donuts out of the back of a truck that are about as big around as your face. And they're $3 wow. and they're hot glazed cake donuts. And they are oh, so good. Uh, and the other is uh, there's a local donut place here that does a blueberry cake donut. That is just ridiculous. So there you go. All right, Eston. Oh, uh, well, you got um, one. Yeah, I assume that she's listening in to this to see the answer to her question. So, I mean, I hate to tell her, so I'm talking to her when I say this, but I hate to tell you, sweetheart, but yeah, I don't eat donuts. I'm not a big fan of donuts. All. And, that, and that's completely fair, too. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm, where's I'm the eject button? I don't eat donuts at all. I don't have a favorite one. Where I is it? Where do Dunkin we kick donuts, him out? Coffee. I love Krispy Kreme coffee, but I uh, I don't eat donuts. That's That's fair. It's fair. Do you have something that's close to donuts that you do eat? Oh, um, a sweet that I do like a lot. Yeah, yes. um, sure. Um, I love uh, peppermint patties. There you um, go. Your peppermint patties. Yeah, I love eating those. And then I do like um, eating the little like uh, Hershey's, uh, little like uh, bite-sized, fun-sized uh, dark chocolates. Yes, those are good. I like those too. Yeah. Have you yeah. have you ever encountered a donut that was made with uh york peppermint patties in mind have you ever seen any like that and then when you not out in the wild no have you i've seen them i've seen them i've seen them there's some very creative donut places somebody in the chat said just put in there a few minutes ago don't you dare say flaming hot cheeto donut (laughs) (laughs) hey uh for extra life last year i ate a ghost pepper donut does that count by the way, yes. can I just throw this in here too? But I just think I was going to get some of that flaming hot Mountain Dew I to do that. for for yeah. um, for extra life this year. Sold out in twelve minutes. Thanks, scalpers. that's crazy. Yeah, I know, right? It's a so, shame. Yeah, Jesse, you got a favorite donut? I know you probably can't eat those too often, right? Well, I I actually haven't been keto in almost in about a month. So okay. I've been enjoying things I haven't had in the last two years. But even <laughs> if I was still keto, I would still have an answer to this since I've had donuts before. Okay. Uh, uh, cream-filled chocolate-covered are like my – that's like my go-to. Nice. I like uh, Krispy Kreme donuts because I like oh, – they're really good. They they make them nice and fresh. Did I say cream-filled my- or custard-filled? Cream-filled, you said. I meant I, – I, yeah, I meant to say custard-filled. I had okay. cream-filled in my head for some reason, but no. Custard-filled <laughs> is, 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 is the better one. And I like the blueberry glazed donuts from Krispy Kreme. I really like those. And then I am always game to try one of the fancy ones, like I talked about the York peppermint patty donuts. 
Krispy Krispy Kreme will sometimes do those too, but I do like finding finding like the bakers that do those fancy donuts, and I like to try those every once in a while. You know, like a Reese's Pieces donut or something like that, or a Reese's peanut butter cup donut. The best yeah. donut place I've ever been to was Hertz Donut in uh, Branson, Missouri. That's a great name. Do you, do you walk in there and they punch you and say Hertz Donut? They, they actually <laughs> uh, they actually have uh, cups that say and shirts that say "Want a Hertz Donut?" Yes, I remember my dad always would joke around with that between that and who who won the race. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. We'll we'll uh we'll ask this question uh next week. Some people are saying Tim Horton's in the chat. Uh we'll we'll save it and ask Justin his favorite donut. Uh as for the Metopia thing, uh we have no insider information about Metopia. Uh wait, uh oh. Tim does, maybe. I got I got more of a suggestion. With Metopia, have fun with it by putting the cr- people in the craziest positions in the game and and just have you'll you'll have a blast just seeing those people in crazy you know yep. roles in the game, and that's that's the best that's the best time with it just to see people with in those crazy roles. <laughs> yep. No no updates on the horizon that we know of. Yeah, there could always be something, but something tells me that that is a, a game that Nintendo probably won't update. Just because we didn't see it on uh, 3DS. Yeah. Great questions, Tegan. Thanks for listening to the show. Christian, thanks for listening to the show. Call back anytime. Thank you very much. And with that, we go right to the solo questions from the Patreon. We got solo round. (laughs) We got from (laughs) Eric Plunk. We got what is Solo's earliest gaming memory? Uh, Contra. And dying multiple times and getting so frustrated. Um, and then finally making it to the round, um, where you start off in this like snow tundra area and, um, had to go to school that morning. And my dad, me telling him, yeah, well, there's never really like save. Um, and this is before the 40 live code or wherever it was. And I said, can I pause the game and can I pick it back up? when I come back home from school and he said, sure. And one condition is that you do your homework and after you do your homework. So he let me let the game be paused and the TV, but uh, be turned off, but the, the Nintendo be on the game pause. And so I was able to pick right back up when I got home. That's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. All right. Next question is from John and he asks, what is Solo's favorite Fortnite emote? Um, right now at current moment, uh, probably the, uh, I love the song by the weekend blinding lights. So probably that one where it does the dancing. Nice. Uh, I love all kinds of music, but it's got a real nice 80 beat to it. And, uh, yes. yeah, so I love that, that, uh, that dance emote. <laughs> very cool. Very, very cool. And yeah. then the last one is not a comment for, for solo. It's just Bruce said, no comment tonight. I'm working overtime. So, <laughs> so he so commented he, saying that he has no comment. Yes. So you know, I guess it was just more of. Uh, so he's being paradoxical. Yes. <laughs> yep. 
And guys, uh, that is our show. That's episode 341. Uh, Esther, we want to thank you so much for coming in and hanging out with us and being on the show. Thank you for being a Patreon producer as well. And uh, man, we hope you've had a good time. Yeah, I had a blast. This is really fun. I enjoyed being on the mothership and uh, I didn't get any artisan sandwiches or any kind of ice cold Sam Pellegrinos, but hey, it was still fun. I enjoyed it. And uh, definitely, I, uh, you guys are a blast. And this was a, uh, this is a real, real kick ride. I enjoyed it. It was fun. We were planning on doing a raid to Game Pass News because I th- think they said they were planning on going live, and but I don't see them live yet. So it's kind of hard to raid them if they're not on. Oh, yeah. geez. Come on, That's guys. True. You're supposed to be on. <laughs> yep. So maybe next time. Well, Eston, thanks for being on the show. And as we close out today, we want to say thanks to every one of you who supports us over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads as well as our fellow Patreon producers, Antonio Catronio and Dave Ernsberger. We also want to thank our YouTube followers, almost 5,700 subscribers there and almost 1,100 subscribers on Twitch. And a big thank you to our 16 Twitch subscribers who also get access to our Discord community and activities. Remember, you can get 20% and free shipping off your Manscaped order with the code NDADS. Uh, that's Nindads, N-I-N-D-A-D-S. We're going to remind you to head over to nintendodads.org to check out all of our tweets and links and Extra Life and our store and merch and all that good stuff. And just like Christian, you can call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-NDADS. That's 929-256-3237. Or you can email us at nintendodads at gmail.com. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music you hear throughout the show. And reminder, go and give us a five-star review and some written words on your podcast player of choice. It helps people find the show. Guys, for me, for Jesse, for Tim, and Eston, it's been episode 341. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Good night, peeps. Justin, you boob! I don't know what animal this is or what Pokemon this is. I hate you all.